0: what up world welcome on all to another episode of the ocho presented to you in partnership as always with sb nations blogging the boys.com my name is rj ochoa you know me of course from btb and from right here as your humble host on the ocho it is friday june 12th 2020 we hope all is well wherever you are we hope you're happy safe healthy practicing social distancing and we hope that talking about the dallas cowboys brings you some level of joy first off Big time apology from me. Number one right here. I'll take it. I'll own it. Uh, a little bit behind the scenes, it is typically uh, somebody's responsibility to upload all of our episodes, and uh, therefore, uh, it was this person's responsibility not to necessarily pointing fingers, but definitely saying that if they are going to be pointed somewhere, it should maybe be in the direction of a dude whose name is only two letters. Um, sometimes you forget to add the bumper music, uh, or rather, you forget to upload the version that has the bumper music. So that is why Thursday's episode of Broadcasting the Boys with Ari Temkin and Roy White um, was just the bare bones, you know, it was just um, just the steak, you know, no, uh, no potatoes, no corn, no asparagus know uh, nothing so that's on me I'll take that I'll own that still a fantastic episode nonetheless with Ari and Roy um, hopefully you got a chance to enjoy it remember you can listen to all of our shows at blogging the boys in one neat and compact place the blogging the boys podcast feed make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast whether that's Apple devices Spotify tune in radio stitcher we are everywhere we are all over the place later today there will be a new episode of girls talking boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray Charles McDonald joins them in a conversation that you are Sure to enjoy. Here, uh, we have one thing to get to. Um, One topic that I really just kind of want to hit home a little bit. uh, But before I do, big pat on my back. After I, uh, you know, owned up to my mistake right now, the time of recording this, you know, if you've had a dog ever in your life, um, I know I talk about Bear sometimes, uh, and he turned his head to me when I said that. Sometimes your dog has energy, all right? And I was going to sit down, record the podcast, start it a couple times. The dog wants to do stuff. Okay, dog. You know what? Let's let's burn this energy. So we have a little frisbee thing. Oh yeah, he is nice and sleepy. Uh, he's uh, he's all worn out. You know, just sleeping his heart out uh, on our tile right now, and just kind of enjoying the cool. So uh, shout out to uh, to little bear who uh, he he won. I mean, to be honest, he won. He, but he always wins. Anyway, the one thing I want to get into now. Uh, I've been on ESPN San Antonio's The Blitz a lot lately over the last couple of months. Uh, if you get a chance and you want to listen to us from 4 to 7 Central Time, you certainly can on twelve fifty ESPN San Antonio, 94.5 FM, or on the go at ESPNSA.com. You can listen to us from anywhere in the world. You can also watch us on the ESPN San Antonio Facebook page uh, or on the ESPN San Antonio YouTube page. Uh, you can go like ESPNSA or subscribe uh, on either of those platforms. You can also watch or listen to my Saturday show, The Saturday Morning Hangover, uh, every Saturday from 9 to 11. But on Thursday, you know, we were just kind of talking, and we all know each other really well, and uh, the subject of Dak Prescott came up, and it was actually the subject uh, of the tweet that we're going to get into in a second, and it kind of turned into, you know, a Dak debate, and, you know, it it had been a while for me, you know, I I hadn't had a good Dak debate in, I don't know, two weeks, something like that, I hadn't really flexed those muscles, Um, and so I was just, you know, we start arguing, we start, you know, contesting, and I just kind of, whatever, let's do this thing. And so the tweet in question um, went all over the place. We wrote about it at Blog of the Boys. Connor Livesey did from Talking the Star. Uh, it's a tweet from Pro Football Focus. And maybe you don't totally love PFF, and for what it's worth, you shouldn't 100% love anything uh, except for Blog of the Boys um, because, you know, everybody's angling i don't say angling but everybody's evaluating in their own way and pff certainly has a lot of great analysis in fact most of it is great analysis but obviously there's the one occasional thing that's like but but anyway, so Pro Football Focus has been tweeting out the most valuable players in each division over the course of the last five years per their WAR metric, and you know they do a lot of great work, and there's a lot of science that goes into this particular metric. And so again, this is the last five years, so 2015, 16, 17, 18, and 19. We talked about the best player from the Cowboys drafts uh, from just about every single one of those years uh, recently this week on the show, but. So, their fifth most valuable player in the NFC East over this time, and again, we're going in ascending order, Drrr, gotta build up that uh, that drama, Odell Beckham Jr., okay? Now, remember, Odell Beckham Jr. is a Cleveland Brown, so hasn't played all five of those years in the NFC East. Number four, Eli Manning, who has not played every single game in this stretch of time, and the games that he has played in this particular stretch of time were not that great. Now, I think the last okay Eli we saw was 2016 um ever since then it's just you know it's been bad um number three on this list Kirk Cousins obviously played for the Washington Redskins and this goes all the way back as mentioned to 2015 and in 2015 the Washington Redskins won the NFC East uh Kirk obviously played in 2016 for Washington as well and then 2017 before moving to Minnesota uh for the 2018 season number two Carson Wentz, one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL, and uh, number one, also one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL, somebody who I fought tooth and nail on ESPN San Antonio to proclaim is a top six quarterback entering the 2020 season, Dak Prescott. Now, it should say a lot that, again, this is PFF's war metric, that the top four most valuable players in the NFC East over the last five years are all quarterbacks, and in fact, the only player on this list that has Played every single game that he could um, for the last four years, at least, um, is Dak Prescott. We know that Carson Wentz has been hurt in his time. We know Kirk Cousins left for Minnesota, and we know that Eli Manning has been benched for Daniel Jones. And uh, obviously, now Eli's retired. Odell Beckham Jr. again traded, but I, you know, and I kind of want to focus on Odell in a second, but I want to also mention. PFF's tweet about this with regards to the NFC North. So we already, you know, discussed the NFC East. The most valuable players, the five most valuable players by PFF's WAR metric over the over the last five years. Excuse me, you know, stumbling over myself. Uh, like I got energy out too, so, so I'm kind of, you know, um, composing myself after the, the frisbee play. The five most valuable players in the NFC North over the last five years, per PFF's war metric. Number five, Stephon Diggs, now a new member of the Buffalo Bills. Number four, Harrison Smith, awesome player. Only defensive player, you know, on these these 10 players that we've talked about, by the way. Number three, Kirk Cousins, also on this list, okay, because again, he's been the Vikings quarterback for the last two years. Number two, Matthew Stafford. Did you know that he uh, played Little League Baseball with Clayton Kershaw of the Los Angeles Dodgers? And number one, Aaron Rodgers, no shock there. Kirk Cousins is number three on both of these lists. Now, the reason I want to bring this up almost has nothing to do with Dak Prescott, but it kind of has everything to do with Dak Prescott. And this should not shock you that quarterbacks are the most valuable thing because this is professional football. Um, And the fact that Kirk Cousins can be on two of these lists, Kirk Cousins, by the way, San Antonio Spurs fan, smart man, Kirk Cousins is, says how valuable the quarterback position is. Okay? Okay. Think about that. Kirk Cousins did enough over those the you know the five-year sample size we're looking at here, the three years that he was part of Washington's franchise, did enough to be the third most valuable player in the NFC East. Uh, You know he's only behind quarterbacks. You know if you if you remove Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins is number one. He's higher than Eli. I mean, Eli started more games in that stretch of time in the NFC East than Kirk did. And the fact that Kirk again is only behind Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford in the NFC North again highlights how important quarterbacks are and the the point of this is that a quarterback that is good like Kirk Cousins is yes that's right Kirk Cousins is good shout out to Ben Baldwin our friend and Dak Prescott he is worth paying look at that the the Washington Redskins and and you know so many people have pointed out that the Cowboys are I don't want to say heading down that path, but they're heading down the path that Washington did with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins went from being the third most valuable player in the NFC East of the last five years in this metric to being the third most valuable player in the NFC North. The, one of the players beating him is Aaron Rodgers, and that's obviously you know pretty elite company, just like it is to be in pretty elite company being beat by Dak Prescott. Kirk Cousins was worth paying. We know that. Okay, We know now that Minnesota... Benefited from Washington's mistake, the mistake being not paying Kirk Cousins, and we know that Washington was wrong to let him go. And people have looked at this in in, in comparing the situation to Dak Prescott a lot. I know Bill Barnwell did the huge write up, um, you know, on the misconceptions about Dak Prescott. I forget the exact verbiage, but one of the points here, if you are team or pro pay Dak, is look how it worked out for Washington, and some of that is unfair uh, because to you know to account for the lack of quarterback they had, the Washington Redskins traded for Alex Smith. And we know that Alex Smith is a good quarterback, right? We, we know that, uh, and, and that he was playing, I don't want to say at an elite level or even at a very good level, but Alex Smith was playing at a, at a fair level in 2018 before he suffered the horrific injury, okay? That's what Washington had to do to replace Kirk Cousins. And the Alex Smith thing of it all obviously led to them having to, you know, adjust their plan because if alex smith never gets hurt remember after the washington redskins beat the dallas cowboys and lp lauders uh, a you know false start or whatever it was i already forgot the verbiage associated with it line uh infraction or whatever it was the game that led to the cowboys trading for Amari cooper when that game ended that game was october 21st 2018 when we all woke up on october 22nd 2018 the washington redskins were in first place in the nfc east Okay, now who knows? You know, you could play that hypothetical game forever. What happens if Alex Smith doesn't get hurt against the Houston Texans? Does Washington go on to win? Do the Cowboys beat Washington on Thanksgiving when Amari has the big game? You know, if it's not Colt McCoy, there are a lot of questions that, you know, don't have answers. And then maybe they don't draft Dwayne Haskins, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the point is that Washington has gone to great lengths to try to just find someone to reach the Kirk Cousins level that they were at in 2017. Meanwhile, Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings won a playoff game last year. Kirk Cousins, is, Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL entering 2020. Yeah, believe it. All right. Do not be Washington, Dallas Cowboys. Pay Dak. And that's really, you know, this metric and the fact that Kirk Cousins is at the center of it for two different divisions highlights how important it is to pay Dak Prescott. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. That uh, concludes another week uh, in the month of June. Um, Like we've been saying, this is, you know, I know sometimes it feels like June, you know, from a sports perspective in normal years goes by very slow. Obviously, we don't have a lot of sports right now. The PJ Tour is back. Shout-out to Abraham Answer getting it done on Thursday. Very excited uh, to see what happens over the weekend at Colonial. The EPL is coming back soon. La Liga is coming back. Uh, very excited for sports um, in, in a lot of ways. Um, but you know, more than anything, we hope that you're well wherever you are. Uh, if you want to talk, you want to chat, you want to talk about anything, yeah, you know where to find me, on Twitter and Instagram at RJ Ochoa. You can also email me, rj.ochoa at sbnation.com. Remember, new episode of Girls Talking Boys. Boys, Kelsey, Meg, and special guest Charles McDonald later on today in your podcast feed. Do me a favor. Have the absolute best Friday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.